We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. The manager of the Mets, uh, who's in San Francisco after a long night in San Francisco uh, last night, one where the Mets uh, scored in the 16th on the Alonzo Homer and then had the Giants bounce back and continue their winning ways. Mickey, uh, welcome. How are you? I'm doing well. Uh, got some rest. Uh, it was a late night for us. Long. It day. was, and it would have been a heck of a win. It would have been a nice way to start that series. And, uh, you know, when you finally score after all those scoreless innings, tough that you can't hold it. I know you're, in the, you're at the end of the pen. Your pen had put up a lot of zeros last night. But, again, you know, there would have been a heck of a win for you. That, that really would have been, you know, those are tough ones. And, and the hard thing about those is the, the following days, right? You know, we, we spin our bullpen. Um, we're going to need a good one out of DeGrom. He's going to have to pitch deep into the game and uh, try to, you know, the good part is we did it the first game of a four-game series with the same team that just had to play 16 innings as well. So uh, that's a little bit easier to bounce back from. Now, it's funny. When they weren't playing well, the one thing we knew about them was they had a good bullpen. And their bullpen's been a strength of theirs, and it was again last night. And right now they're a red-hot team. They're about as hot a team as there is in baseball. Yeah, absolutely. You know, what uh, What can carry you a lot of times is your bullpen. You know, they, they've had a good bullpen all year. They've got some really good arms down there. They did a good job of assembling it. And uh, they're tough, uh, you know, if you don't get to the starter. And, and obviously uh, Bumgarner pitched a heck of a game last night. Well, listen, anybody, and I don't know what's going on with Bumgarner. Were there a lot of scouts in, uh, around there last night? Did you get the idea that they were going to keep him? Did you get the idea that they were thinking of moving him? Yeah, I don't know, but there were scouts. You know, I don't know if those scouts are here for us or them, but I'm sure there was a lot uh, last night watching uh, Bumgarner, too. I tell you what, he, he makes pitches. Um, you know, he and, he and Syndergaard went pitch for pitch. It, it looked like he was uh, lobbying uh, Bochy to go back out there for the 10th uh, after the ninth. That's what you like about him. He's a horse, that guy. He wants to stay in the game. He's pitching. He will stay. That's why he's, that's why he's got the reputation that he does in the postseason. The guy's been one of the great postseason performers ever. Absolutely. He steps it up. You can tell that he wants the ball at all times, and then he never wants to be out of the game. Um, you, you have had a couple of games now. You had the five-inning game the other night. You had a long night last night before you gave up the runs, you, but you got a lot of zeros out of your pen. Your pen has shown signs here the last couple of days. The uh, 16th inning aside, you did put up a lot of zeros last night out of your pen. Yeah, they're really stabilizing. And, you know, I, I think uh, a key um, factor has been getting Wilson back. Um, he's done a great job. You know, I feel like if we know that we can go to Wilson in the seventh, we can go to Lugo in the eighth, and we got Diaz in the ninth, that it makes it a little easier for those other guys and take some pressure off of them. Or we can bring those guys in the fifth or the sixth if we need to. You know, that was a good formula of the day. Maxie went four, and then we got through the fifth and the sixth, went to um, – to uh, Wilson um, in the seventh, and that makes things a little bit easier. I think it helps out those other guys, and they've been working hard on you know whatever it is, whether it's the pitch mix, the distribution, the mechanics. Uh, they've really done a great job, uh, you know, writing the ship.
do you does your team do, do you sense guys in in on in your room Mickey think that they could be moved here before the deadline I mean do they think that the Mets are looking that way or that you guys are kind of in limbo right now you know you're right in between yeah. are you are you guys uh confirmed one way or the other how you're going to play this have you ha, has there been any thought talk about whether or not you're going to be sellers or whether or not you're going to be uh, involved in any way as you come to the deadline you know, right now we, we understand the reality of our situation and our situation is one that in the next, you know, week and a half, we have to win some games and put ourselves in a position where it looks like we have a chance at that wild card. And uh, if we don't, I'm sure that uh, we're going to have to do things that we don't want to do. I think the players are aware of that, but right now they're focusing on winning games and trying to get back in this thing so we don't lose some of our teammates. Dominic Smith uh, needs to play you have a guy at first base who's a star. We know that. Uh, he's left-handed, so there's, it's the outfield, or the Mets have to vote real quickly to get the DH on the, in the National League. I mean, you'd hate to lose this guy. I think he looks like he could be a really good offensive player you know, in the future. What do you think of him? And number two, do you think he's got to go somewhere else to blossom, or can he blossom here? Um, first off, I think he can blossom here. I am very encouraged by what I'm seeing in the outfield from him. You know, he's not going to run a ball down in the gap and make a fantastic play diving or anything like that, but he catches every ball that he can get to, and he gets the ball in with a pretty accurate arm, and this guy can flat-out rake. You know, I'm sure that he has a ton of value in the industry because he can play first, he can go to the outfield. He's got that ability to to go and catch the ball and be a, a, a very, very good defensive player first baseman, and then the solid outfielder. So um, we, we would like to keep him here. I think he can blossom here. And uh, you know what? Having a, having a backup guy that can play left or a backup guy that can play first is, is always uh, valuable, especially at uh, I think Dom's he's too good. I, Mickey, I think he's too good to be a backup. I think he, the guy's got a 900 OPS. He walks. He's got, he's got nine homers this year in a limited role. I think he should be an everyday player, this guy. The problem is I don't know if it can be here. That's the problem. Do you think he can make him a corner outfield that you can live with? Um, yeah, he, he, we've been live with, with, living with him so far. Um, you know, can you do it for a full season? That's yet to be determined. But he could definitely be an everyday first baseman. You're exactly right. We know that. And he's a good hitter. I mean, he's a, I, he I can, think he's a legitimate hitter, this guy, don't you? He really is. And I feel like he could play against lefties as well. He's a guy that you could stick in the lineup every single day, and, and, and he's going to rake. Um, Alonzo has given, you know, people were worried about the home run derby and whether that was going to lead to a slump. It did lead to a little, I don't know if that led to a slump, but he was in a little slump. He hit the long homer in Minnesota, hit the homer last night. So I don't, although he hasn't been hot lately, he has continued to hit some home runs. Yeah, and I feel like that's what he's always going to do. You know, he's always dangerous. Um, but, uh, you know, he did, he, he went through a little, uh, you know, slump where he was chasing some pitches. He doesn't normally chase guys go through that, um, home run derby or not. Uh, they go through little spells like that, but, uh, the last couple games, I thought the at bats were a little better. He did chase one pitch last night. I thought was kind of, um, you know, out of character, but the at bats last night were much better as a whole. And then he got the big homer uh, late in the game, and he did the day before. So I'm sure he's he's close to getting back to where he wants to be. Um, and 
Cano looked like the old Cano uh, in in Miami for a couple of days. Now uh, I'd like to see more of it, uh, but he did for those you know two games in a row. He really did look like the old Cano. I mean, I don't know if it's something you now again. It's only a couple of bats since. Have you seen? Do you think that he's breaking out of this? Is that what you think? What's going on right yeah. now? I mean, we watched him drive the ball in Florida. Let's see if he does it in San Francisco this weekend. Yeah, no, I, I think he has, and, and I think he's been swinging a bat late, uh, very good lately. You know, I think the the thing that that we ran into is we had two lefties back to back. We had the lefty to finish that one series, and we can't uh, uh, versus Minnesota. And then we you run into the, a great uh, lefty, lefty last night, right? Then you, yeah. yeah, who holds lefties to one ninety. He put some yeah. good swings on Bumgarner, flew out a couple times. He's going to get some righties the next couple days, and I'm sure he's going to be feeling good about it. Yeah, I, I mean, you like had to like what you saw there when he came up with those big hits the other day. There's, you know, your offense. I mean, you, you, you clubbed the ball in Minnesota. Obviously, you jumped on their pen pretty good, but you, you clubbed the ball there, which you had to give you a little bit of confidence. That's why that last night was a tough night. You know, it, it's always about running into that next pitcher that can cool you off, and you ran into a great one last night, which makes a big difference. You know. Exactly. You know what? And and it starts getting late here. You know, you start uh, the seven o'clock game or six forty-five game, and it's ten o'clock our time. And then you play um, sixteen innings. It was about three o'clock, two thirty, three o'clock when we uh, got done playing our time. So uh, you know, I think it took its toll on our offense last night. Hopefully, everybody's well rested. We're doing a late arrival today. We're going to show up at the game at the game at the field at five p.m. and go play and uh, get after it. And uh, obviously, uh, you, uh, Ramos didn't catch last night, so he'll catch tonight, right? Because Nitto caught the game last night, right? I don't know if yeah, did he, Ramos he, go he, in. I think he did. Did he go in the game last night? I'm trying to remember. He, if he, he went, went in to pinch yeah, it. Yeah. He okay. didn't have to catch. So okay, so so fresh, he'll catch. So so he'll catch the Grom tonight, though, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, they've okay. been working really good together. You know, I think that uh, Ramos has done a great job of making some adjustments uh, and and helping uh, Degrom out. How about Davis? Is Davis a guy that you look at as just being a guy who's going to kill left-handers, or do you think he's a guy who can play every day also? You know, I do. I think that uh, he can play every day. You know, the one thing, I think the bat is there. The one thing is, okay, where are you going to play him defensively every day? You know, is he going to blossom as a third baseman? Is he going to be able to get that done? Is it going to be in left field? Those are the really, really the two questions. I think he could go out there and hit against righties and lefties on a on a daily basis. It's more about the defense at this point. Yeah, you know, those two guys are guys you'd like to see in your lineup, Davis and and Dominic Smith. The problem is finding a place for him and then deciding what McNeil's future is. Is it in the outfield? Is it at third base? Is it in the infield? I mean, you got to decide that too. To me, if you have a guy who's going to hit like that, if you bring him in the infield, he's got more value because you can find outfielders that can hit more than you can find infielders that can hit like McNeil. So you, I think you bring him in the infield, he's a better he's a better player if you bring him in the infield. That, that's exactly right. You know, I think he obviously feels more comfortable in in infield. He has great instincts. He's going to be able to play wherever you put him. If you put him at second, if you put him at third, he's going to be able to play. So, uh, you know, obviously Fraser's on his last year of his deal here, and then third base will be uh, open for next year. Fraser hasn't played badly for you this year, though. He's gotten a lot of big hits for you. He's played okay. He's I, played better than I thought he I, would, to be fair. I tell, you, I tell you what, he really has, and uh, probably better than he's swung the bat in a long time. And his defense is always solid. He's going to make the play and make a good throw, and uh, he's put up some really good at-bats for us this year. What do we take from Wheeler? Is this an tired arm 
went to the injured list, or is there an injury there? We've heard reports both ways, Mickey. Is it more an injury, or is it more just a fatigue arm? No, it's it's just something guys go through. You know, it's 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 something that uh, he's going to bounce back fine from. There's no structural damage whatsoever. It's just something that uh, you know what some guys can pitch through it, some guys can't, and uh, hopefully he'll be back soon. He, he's throwing and, and it feels great. Um, so we'll kind of move on from there. Do you does he come back on a pitch count or he comes back on a regular game? You know what? It depends on how long it takes. Um, you know, if he pitches sometime in the next uh, four or five days, you can probably, you know, just knock his pitch count down by 15, and he'll still be able to give you 95, 100 pitches. And so so he actually could be back that soon, right? I mean, it's it's not out of the question that he could be back that, that – uh, or is it already that – is that, on, is that uh, not likely that he'd be back this soon? Well, you know, you hate to put a time frame on anything because the kid just started playing catch again. But, uh, you know, we want him back as soon as possible. You know, something like this, it's not structural. You get the inflammation out. You go out there. You play catch. You throw a bullpen, and then you make a decision. So it's entirely possible that it could happen that soon. And it's also uh, possible that if, uh, you know, the catch game and the bullpens don't go the way you want it to, it, it, could, it could lengthen that a little bit. What is your team, uh, you know, you, you, you opened up, you lost, and then you went on a winning streak. You won the games in Minnesota against a good team, uh, you know, you, and now you go and you lose a tough one last night. How does your, how's your team right now handling things as they get to late July? They're f- trying to figure out who they are, whether they're still in a race or not, whether, they're gonna, whether certain guys are going to be here or not. Um, what, what would you say about your club right now? What, what, what kind of mood is there with your club right now? It's a really good one. Um, obviously, last night stung a little bit, but I tell you what, I've, I've seen these guys the whole year come out to play. You know, I've talked extensively about that and openly about that. They come to play every day. But I tell you what, these guys have a little bit of a different drive right now coming out of the break. I feel like they feel refreshed. I feel like they understand that we got Avalon, we got Wilson, we got Familia who's starting to perform better back. And our bullpen stabilized, and I think that's given them um, even extra energy to understand that, okay, we don't have to look for something to go bad late in the game. We feel like that we're going to get through that, and, and that really helps. Uh, so I, I feel like they're in a really good spot. Um, Diaz, even when he saves the game like he did the other day on the pop-up with the bases loaded, uh, mm-hmm. he still doesn't look like the overpowering guy we saw last year or, or – doesn't seem to carry himself with that kind of confidence right now. Is he still searching a little bit right now? He's still searching, you know, just like, just like Familia. You know, Familia is going to be searching, and they may be searching for a while, but the success is coming, and I think that's really going to help, and that's going to speed up the process of getting that confidence back. You know, I thought that uh, Diaz's inning the other night, it wasn't as bad as it felt. I mean, shoot, we were all on pins and needles going, right. oh, man, you know. Right. But, you know, it really was, a really good at bat. Um, he struck a guy out, had him 0-2. They pinch hit in the middle of that bat. They did hit a hard line drive and... to third base. They did hit that hard yeah. line drive, and they, he, got, yeah. he got he got lucky there. But then I actually thought he was going to walk him. I, that's what I, when he popped him yeah. up, I thought he was going to walk him myself. Yeah, it was it was close. Uh, you know, he he kept on pumping fastballs with his with his strength is. And, uh, you know, the other little hit was just a roller over, you know, slow roller third. So it wasn't as bad as it felt, but, uh, you know, it was successful in the end. He got the save. Is it, is it mental with him or is it mechanical with him? 
you know, I think he's fighting his mechanics. You know, this kid, he really brushes stuff off. You know, he's smiling even after a tough save. So he's not really letting that bother him. Now, you know, when guys struggle, there's got to be some kind of a mental component and you're beat up a little bit because you're not doing what you want to do for the team. But I think he's handling that pretty good and his mechanics are coming around. Is Lugo's future in the pen or is it as a starting pitcher? Yeah, I think it can go either way. You know, it depends on uh, the rest of uh, what you have. You know, if you have five solid starters, he's a heck of a bullpen guy. And if you need a starter at some point and you can replace his innings in the bullpen, he can he can jump in there and be a, a number three or number four starter. Um, so he definitely has um, some flexibility there, and, and this kid can pitch. He's got a couple of things that you like as far as him as a start. Number one, he's he's not the most durable guy, so he can use some time rest between starts, I mean between appearances. But two things that he does is he's got a varied repertoire, and number two, he thinks the game pretty well. He's a pretty good thinking pitcher, you know, so he, he's a guy who uses his head out there too. He he does set hitters up. He's He's smart in that regard, and he does have a couple of pitches. Yeah, he he definitely has a starter's arsenal, and he can be very effective as one. And like you said, he's more cerebral, uh, more like a starter, you know, more like a Greg Maddox type that understands exactly what hitters um, can and can't do. He he knows his strengths, and he really studies a lot. He gets he digs deep into the information and and is always checking that out, even in between innings, which is rare for for pitchers. You know, if he goes back out, he comes in in the uh, middle of the inning, he looks and sees what he has to do to the next three hitters, and he goes out there and tries to execute it. What did you think of Syndergaard's performance last night? Oh, it was outstanding. You know, that was probably the best I'd seen him all year. I agree. Um, I agree. I, he's getting his slider back. He's he's attacking. He's got that moxie back. You know, he feels like Thor again, I think, instead of uh, somebody else, and uh, it's good to see. I thought he finished batters off better last night, too. I thought, you know, and he, and he threw a lot of strikes last night. Yeah, absolutely. You know, Finishing batters is big, and, and I saw it in his face. You know, he executed a pitch, kind of spun off the mound like, I got you, and, and you're not going to get me. So that uh, confidence is coming back. Plus, going up against a big pitcher, you know, you want to see if that would help him compete, and I think it did. I think he kind of knew last night he was going to have to go out and match him. You know, he's met with that guy before, and he knew he would have to raise his level. He was facing a hot team. He's facing a big pitcher, and I think he could see a little of that last night. You, you really could, and that's kind of what uh, shows you about pitchers, right? They're facing the other guy's ace. They step up their game. They get, keep you in the game. Um, it, was, it was a great pitcher's uh, battle last night, and, and it wasn't easy. You know, there was a lot of guys at third base with nobody out, and, and he's pitching through it, and, and so did their guy. Yeah, but to score runs. it was. It wasn't an easy game, that's for sure. I mean, they got a good pen, too, Yeah, and your team – it was a tough game to lose. It would have been a heck of a win. If we were talking right now and you guys had another win and one last loss, all of a sudden you're getting close to that 500 mark, you know, and all of a sudden you would have been – you know, the team would have been flying. It would have been five straight wins. It would have been a big deal. So that, you got to erase that and come up with a big win. That's why it's a big game for the Grom tonight. Exactly. You know, Grom uh, is going to be the ace and go out there and, and give us a strong game and get us a win, and we'll get back on track. You got a lot of guys in the pen who are uh, off limits tonight, or you don't know yet? Yeah, we have quite a few um, that are probably going to have to be down. We're going to let them play catch and then make a decision. But you expect you want to go pretty deep with Grom tonight? Yeah, yeah, we'll let him get to probably his 115 pitch count. You know, he feels healthy. He's coming off uh, some some extra rest during the All Star break. And uh, he's, he's pitching well, so we're going to let him go tonight. All right, thanks, Mickey. Good luck. 
Yep, you bet. Thanks, Mike. All right, uh, Mickey Callaway. There you go. Degrom, as you would expect tonight, but also with the pen after being extended last night, 115 pitches for Degrom tonight as they try to bounce back against the Giants and try to decide what they are over these last uh, 12 days before the deadline. Back after this. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network, from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.